Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking on Vanilla Haze. <laughs> it is a sativa, or sorry, a hybrid. That's a sativa that's a 70-30 split, so 70 on the sativa side, 30 on the indica. It's a nice little, it's a nice little puff. It's tasty. It tastes very fruity. <laughs> it's really good. I don't really know what I want to talk about today. I hadn't really thought about it. I talked about my dabs for the last one. Oh, I will say this though for my dabs and stuff. It took uh, two one gram purchases, so separate times, <laughs> of uh, of uh, live resin. This OG Chem Dog live resin. Oh yeah, and I didn't say that. That's what I was smoking when I was smoking my dabs. Uh, on the last, on the dab episode, on the last episode, it was the OG Chem Dog Live Resin, and it's delicious. It's really tasty. I think I said that already. Anyway, the point is, is that I was trying to figure out how to fill up my dab rig because it's supposed to make this cyclone uh, at the top as you like inhale it. So the first time I tried it, because I was all excited, it was way too low. It didn't nothing. The smoke just filled up. Didn't do anything. Then I kept trying and trying. It took me probably about six or seven dabs <laughs> not in a row just over the course of like a week or so a week or week two weeks um to try and figure out where the water level was supposed to be so i finally figured that out and i first i took my first dab with the water level at the spot that it should be and it is cool as shit you can see a little cyclone build the whole thing yeah it's pretty cool anyway it took a while i had never used a recirculating cyclone inducing bong or dab break so that was pretty awesome um and i also forgot to mention it in the last episode <laughs> so i figured i'd mention it this time i hope your new year's is going well i keep saying that it's we're past way past new year's i hope you're figuring out a way to deal with this whole shit i know that uh, i didn't want to talk about it but i think i'm going to talk about it today so in ontario where i'm at We've gone back to a lockdown order until February. So it's a don't leave your house except for essential services again. And I got to be honest, I'm getting a little fed up with this. Because <laughs> uh, right now, the reason that I'm doing these podcasts, well, the reason I'm doing them is because they're fun and they're awesome. But I'm also out of work. So I'm hoping that I could build something in this, you know, stay at home time. And it gives me something to work on, to be honest, because I'm not really finding anything uh, new that's going to, you know, put me back in the same spot. And then we move forward a little bit, things start to open up and then things close down again. So jobs come and go. Anyway, point being is that we're kind of stuck in this stupid cycle right now. And it's not that I don't, I disagree with any of the, uh, uh, measures that we're taking in terms of like wearing masks and things like that, socially distancing. I don't disagree with any of that stuff. I just think that there's a better way to keep the economy moving forward instead of stalling it. I think that there's a better way to figure out um, how to keep population sort of like, you know, moving and interacting instead of having to stay home. Uh, I still believe that the Skype and stuff like that is still a good way to, you know, obviously keep in touch and stuff. But also, at the same time, I think that, you know, there's got to be, okay, 
So <laughs> part of what I think is that there are certain people that are more susceptible to getting the disease, right? COVID-19. So you should be able to choose. But if you're going to choose, if you're going to make a choice to stay home and the government is telling you to stay home, then the government, I think, should, you know, keep you at home and keep you uh, keep money in your pocket because you still have to survive and it is not cheap to survive. So, you know, that's my thought on the whole thing. I think there's a better way to do what we're doing here, um, but I'm not a doctor and I don't really know. I'm just saying what my opinion is. <laughs> I don't know where you're listening from either. I don't know what it's like for you right now. I know that everybody can't travel and stuff, but like, can you still go out to a restaurant? Because we essentially have to order everything in, which is honestly kind of nice because, you know, everything's coming here and I don't really have to do much, but like a big part of the push to do this podcast is that reason I want to see if I can, you know, figure out a way to make a little bit of coin on the side and maybe do this for, for full time and have fun with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you one thing though, that fucking COVID has really fucked up. <laughs> I'm a single dad, right? So dating has been off the table for like essentially a year and a bit now that blows. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I miss boobs. <laughs> I miss conversations with, uh, you know, women. <laughs> I miss um, women. <laughs> I miss hanging out with women. I miss hanging out with new people. Uh, I miss meeting new people. You know, I'm just saying. it's COVID's really throwing a fucking kink in the plans. I've gone on, I went on, I think, one date during COVID times. And that was weird as shit. Because everything had just shut down. We had made a plan to meet each other because I have to use a dating app, which we'll get into that in a minute. But like, I so I use a dating app because like you can't fucking meet people in real life anymore. That's impossible. But uh, so I met this girl and uh, we were like a couple towns away or whatever. So it was, a, it was a bit of a hike, but we decided to meet at a Tim Hortons. But like the week before we decided to meet, they shut down at Tim Hortons. So we still had this date plan. We figured, all right, we'll go through with it. So we did the whole social distancing thing and it was a really weird fucking date because we ended up walking down the sidewalk six feet apart, <laughs> sitting at a picnic table at either end. So we were six feet apart, you know, talking in a parking lot for a little bit. It was a weird fucking date, man. Anyway, obviously that didn't go anywhere, but like, that's what this is sort of like, this is totally like put us into. Now I get online dating. I was on online dating apps before. Because I worked with all guys at the time and like good luck trying to find somebody to date. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you know, if you're gay, it would have been like ideal if the other guys were gay. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that uh you know it it, it was hard enough to date online let alone throw COVID into it because now I don't even know how to deal with that situation. And like part of me who's like, whatever, do stuff and try to stay as normal as possible. is still second, th has second thoughts about going on a date with a stranger that I've never met based on COVID. Like, which is really weird because I don't really think that I'm going to get it, but you know, you could. So you got to think about that and everybody's stuck at home. So if you go out on one date, then you come back, you bring it, you test positive, you brought it home to everybody else. Dude, COVID is like the fucking... It's an STD. <laughs> Only difference is 
you don't have to fuck everybody to give it to them. <laughs> you just, you just walk it. You fucked everybody by walking in their house, <laughs> you know? So I guess that's the way I think about it. So it worries me. So I just don't bother to do it, which is a real pain in the ass because companionship, I miss companionship, man. Yeah. I'd like a hug. <laughs> I'd like a hug one day, eh, eventually. And not for my kids. I get hugs from my kids. I'm just saying, but yeah, man, day, online dating is, uh, is something else and then throw COVID into that and it's what's the fucking point you know so here I'll tell you a couple stories about online dating I don't know if you online dated if you're with somebody if you're not okay so <laughs> online dating before COVID is fucking ridiculous all right it was tough enough to meet somebody but like don't get me wrong after my separation you know tinder Tinder was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but the weird thing is, is that like you get people, so Tinder, I always assumed it was a hookup app. So anybody that just wanted to hook up, that's what you did. You hopped on Tinder and like, hey, let's meet, meet a couple times and then, you know, get down. <laughs> and that's essentially how I used it. But then there were other people that were like, I'm looking for a relationship. And you're like, wait, what? I'm confused because there's other apps for that. <laughs> but yeah, it, anyway, it was, it's weird enough using the, fucking dating i would much rather meet somebody at a bar and or like not even at a bar you know what i'm a dad okay let's be serious it's kind of hot to think that you could meet somebody at a grocery store and that's like a thing i don't know i'm just saying it would be fun but yeah so it's a paid in the ass now for sure it's basically just off the table i don't even know if it's a paid in the ass it's not paid in the ass it's just off the fucking table there's no point in even date in trying to date right now which kind of blows but whatever you know i got enough stuff to preoccupy me <laughs> i guess <laughs> i don't know if you feel the same way but yeah i guess it gets a little lonely sometimes you know what's fucked up though is that i don't know we, again, I don't know what everybody else's situation is like, but I find it really hard to find women, girls that are into weed. Like, you know, uh, when I was with my ex for what, like 12 years or so, she was into weed. I was into weed. And then all of a sudden after kids, she was like, oh, no weed. I'm a mom. And I was like, but still weed, <laughs> you know, like you can do both. You just got to prioritize your time. And that's really all you got to do. So you know, I never stopped smoking weed. She did. And it, our relationship didn't fall apart because of that, but you know, it played a factor for sure. And then anybody I've dated after that would say the same shit. We're not even, say, yeah, would be kind of the same way. They'd be okay with weed. Cause I'm very open about it. I'm like, look, I smoke weed. I get shit done. You could call me a high functioning pothead. I don't care. But the fact of the matter is, is that I take care of business before I do any of my smoking shit. Right. So even if I'm doing this podcast, I'm smoking weed. I make sure that I have everything done that's important in the day before I do something like this, because I know I'm going to get high. I know that my mind's going to be sidetracked. I know that I'm going to be doing dumb shit or saying dumb shit. <laughs> OK, so I don't get high when I have important shit to do. And the girls that I've dated, the women that I've dated don't seem to understand that. Like they even see me in that light in terms of like full-time job taking care of you know three kids on my own that kind of thing like they see it but they're like oh you know this weed thing's not cool but i'm not always high when i'm with them anyway i don't i think that a relationship is more 50 50 like in terms of you do you i'll do me 
and then we meet in the middle. So like whatever things are your things, as long as they don't start to, you know, bleed into my life and affect, you know, our overall well-being, then cool. Right? So like weed to me is that. It doesn't it doesn't affect negatively the overall well-being of the situation. It enhances it. It can make it more fun. Now, I understand if you don't want to smoke weed, that's cool. Don't smoke weed. But don't expect me not to smoke weed just because you don't smoke weed. If you want to hang out and have me, let's say, okay, let's say, you know, you've been dating somebody for a while and she's all, all cool with weed like this one. Okay. I dated one girl and it kind of went down like this. So in the beginning, she's all cool with weed. And then all of a sudden, like not all of a sudden, but like, you know, three or four months in, maybe six months, no, three months in, she starts being like, Oh, you know, I'm, I don't want to smoke. I don't want you to smoke. I don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. Fine. We'll go do those things. But then after we're done those things, I want to smoke. And you still want me not to smoke. Why? Cause we're sitting here watching TV. Like, we're just going to end up fucking anyway. <laughs> so what do you care if I'm high or not? Right? Anyway. So <laughs> that was kind of like, that was kind of the thing. That's always the problem I run into. The first little while, they're all cool with weed. And then all of a sudden they drop the bomb. I'm not as cool with weed as I said I was. So that's like a deal breaker. If you can't be cool with me smoking weed and you can't be down with it, you know, or at least accept the fact that I'm going to do it, <laughs> then it, there's no point in doing this because I'm not listening to you hound me about it. Just like I don't expect you to listen to me or yeah, listen to me if I'm hounding you about something that you like doing. Like, let's say, okay, you like yoga class. All right. I think yoga is ridiculous. I don't want, I think it's stupid. There's no point in doing it, blah, blah, blah. And it's detrimental to your health. I'm one of those people. I think I, there's nobody like that, but I'm just using it. It's a shitty analogy, but go with it. Okay. So, you know, I don't like that. And I start telling you like, Hey, I don't want you to do that around me. I don't want you to do that anymore. And when we're going to go do this, I don't want you to do, you know, I, I don't know. It just doesn't make a lot of, it doesn't, you shouldn't be telling somebody what they can and can't do. Even if you're in that relationship, if you're in a partnership or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I think that you should let each other know how you feel about things, but ultimately you still have to be your own individual. So you have to, you know, they say accept the good and the bad. Well, just because you think something is bad does not mean it's bad for me or it's, you know, it's bad for me in the same way that you think it is. That's all I'm saying. And it's tough as a single man in my almost 40s now, <laughs> my late 30s, to find somebody even now and in an enlightened state, in an enlightened, you know, sort of uh, in an enlightened time. It's it's surprising to me that it's still a, a deal breaker, you know, if you smoke it like. I guess a lot of girls have had a lot of bad experiences with guys that just smoke weed all the time, take their money and do dumb shit or do nothing at all. I'm not that guy. And I don't think you should be able to tell me that I should or can or can't smoke weed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think anybody should be told what they can or can't do, like I said, unless it's detrimentally affecting both your lives. Or, yeah, yeah, that's it. So, you know. I have yet to find a way to actually meet somebody that's awesome <laughs> on the level that I want, that I expect, I guess. Because if girls can expect a certain thing, why can't we have high expectations too? I believe that we should be able to have our own high expectations. We may be single. 
until we're dead. <laughs> but have those expectations, man. <laughs> Everybody should. So that's my take on fucking dating in the new age COVID online world, man. Everything's going to online. You know, it's like it's like it took a pandemic or an endemic now because it's fucking in animals. But um, it took a pandemic for me to realize that when I'm sure other people realize this like way ahead of time. But I, I'm slow. I'm slow on the uptake. Deal with it. It happens. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like everything's going online. You should everything that you do. You don't need to go to a fucking building to put in hours to make money. Like you can find ways to connect uh, remotely. And, and it's, it's amazing to think that, you know, whatever you do, however you do it, you can find a way to do it remotely other than, you know, if you're a truck driver, obviously you're not going to be driving remotely. Although that would be fucking cool as shit. Could you imagine truck drones and you sit in your living room all day and you're just driving truck drones down the street? <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> You probably kill a lot of people though. <laughs> you don't want like a, a tractor trailer unmanned with just a Wi-Fi connection or a Bluetooth connection, you know, controlling where and how it's going to get like where it's going and how it's going to get there by some dude on the couch and a TV. It's not a video game. And the disassociation from the person in the couch driving that truck, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> they will be like GTA. Oh, man. We're so close to Mad Max. We're going to Mad Max ourselves, I think. No, I don't really think that. I think that... Uh, I think those are like the overblown expectations of things. Well, the hype... They're a movie. What am I talking about? <laughs> Fucking don't listen to me half the time, man. <laughs> but... I think we're in a weird time right now. I think we're in a time where... Stuff is going to go either left or right. We're at like a fork in the road. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think uh, I think with all the stuff that's going on and the, the kind of chaos that's sort of happening all around us is like, uh, it's one of those things that's like at arm's length. Yeah, it needs to change. Don't get me wrong. All kinds of shit needs to fucking change all the time. Otherwise, the evolution or the, you know, how how the human race evolves is not going to help. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to move forward. But like, I think with all the shit that's going on now, I think a big part of the awareness to it, or the fact that we have such an immediate awareness to everything that goes on fucking globally is adding to the stresses. I mean, I'm not saying anything new. I just think that it's, you know, kind of su surprising that, uh, that it takes a pandemic to realize that, oh shit, we're kind of in a spot, you know, or it takes a, it take it doesn't even take the pandemic, but it would take something like this, something, you know, of the, of this caliber in, in a multitude of different ways. But to put us in this position to make us all sort of realize like, hey, there's other ways to do things. The ways that we do things are not necessarily uh, the ways the ways that we have done things are not necessarily the ways that we should keep doing things. And uh, it's going to be kind of cool to see it play out. I just hope that, you know, it, and I think it will. I think that most people 
want everybody to succeed, want to move forward. Yeah, there's obviously the few. There's, you know, I'm not getting into conspiracy theories. I'm just saying that, like, you know, I think that for the overall, I think the general consensus as it, as of humankind is to progress all of humankind and do the right things. You know, uh, I think that it's just not as black and white as we seem to think that it is. I think that there's a whole lot of gray area that everybody plays in because you have to, unfortunately. Um, you know, you still, we still as humans have that animal instinct that, you know, evolutionary fight or flight kind of, uh, primitive thought process when it, and I think we're just smart enough to, you know, take that and focus it in on, uh, on how we progress as a whole race. Oh my God, I'm rambling on whatever. Anyway, I hope you got, <laughs> I hope you came. Oh, I don't know how I got there from fucking dating, but whatever. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> That's my thought off the stem for this week, I guess. <laughs> I totally zoned out staring at a bike tire while I'm sitting in my garage talking. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it wasn't too blah and mundane. I hope it was a little bit of fun anyway, because I'm not too sure right now. I totally zoned out. That bong hit was excellent at the beginning. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you come back next time, next Friday at 4.20 p.m. for a new sesh-isode. Uh Until then, load your bowls. Oh, wait, before I do this, boop, boop, bow. Don't forget to check out the merch store, teespring.com slash store slash TOTS420. Also, check out the guys at I Sell Glass. Uh, you can check them out on Instagram uh, and Twitter, at I Sell Glass. And you can also check them out. If you ch- if you follow me on Instagram, you can check out my link tree. And I have a link to their glassware because their bongs, their rigs, their accessories, their pipes, their everything are fucking cool, man. And you should definitely check them out. So if you click the links uh, that I've got all over the place, <laughs> you'll get there. And if you use the uh, code TOTS420, that's a capital T-O-T-S, capital T-O-T-S. Capital T, capital O, capital T, capital S, 420 at checkout at ISOL Glass. You'll save 20% on whatever accessory you buy, I believe. And so, yeah. So, until next time, smoke your bowls, roll your joints, do your dabs, and keep your lids low. <laughs>